Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. I'm meteorologist Dave Turley. I'm joined, as always, by meteorologist Andrew Gordon. And Andrew, we are tracking the stormy weather expected. Yeah, we've got storms coming in on Tuesday. It's a first alert weather day. So a lot to talk about that that's coming up this week. And that's just one of the days we're alerting everybody to. Yeah, so uh, we're recording this today is Monday, January 8th. And we'll give you just an overview of what we have coming up here for the afternoon uh, or for the rest of the week, I should say. And that's a look at the uh, seven-day forecast. As you can see, two reds, two first alert weather days. uh, for Tuesday and Friday. Yeah, in two different storm systems. So we're going to have one that could pack a punch coming on Tuesday and another one, still some questions about Friday, but enough to first alert you guys to some potentially impactful storms that could be coming in before we get into the weekend. But Dave, first things first, we got to get into our Tuesday. Yeah, and let's talk about what's happening here, the setup for that here. We're going to be watching a warm front lifting north of the area uh, early on Tuesday morning. That's going to bring us some rain showers across the area. Um, Then a cold front moves on through pretty quickly in here from the west throughout the afternoon. Yeah, and we start off, the first thing that everybody's going to experience is going to be the wind that comes on through. So even at six in the morning, we've got a wind advisory that will go into effect with that. Could have some wind gusts over 40, over 45 miles an hour sustained wind at times, close to 30. So it's going to be very windy, very breezy, very gusty, whatever word you want to use. The wind is going to be a factor tomorrow. And you can see the advisories and the warnings that we have out there. Wind advisory for inland areas, everybody experiences wind, but the coast could be a little bit stronger maybe wind gusts closer to 60 miles an hour at times and that that wind is is going to be i mean really just blowing into uh just north or northwest just above us here into the upper levels yeah. of the atmosphere so it's not going to take much to get those very strong winds which are just above the surface here to transport down to the ground any type of rain uh and especially any thunderstorms and we could easily see winds well over 60 miles per hour so uh could be some damage from the winds and we also have to talk about the potential for what else comes with that wind and that's going to be tornadoes yeah you know that's another part of it so this kind of lays it all out if one graphic told the story of tuesday's first alert weather day this is it we're going to deal with the rain we're going to deal with the wind but also we usually say oh you know there's a low end threat for tornadoes this may be just a step above that because as this line pushes on through midday going into the early afternoon uh, we could have these little notches or these little embedded spin-ups within the line that is moving in and we could have some tornadoes that form with that and i guess if there's any good news this is not going to be a prolonged event for any one spot it's going to move in quickly there'll be a line uh basically the main line is what we're worried about now you could have an up a spin up here ahead of that main line but really that line once it moves through your area it's going to move through fast and furious Mm -hmm. and then you're pretty much done with your severe weather threat so timing would be maybe a pre-spin up here before that main line 10 a.m but the main line would be more of 11 a.m and then making its way through the coast and off the coast by five. We're being a little cautious there saying six. It could be as early as, as 5 p.m. Uh, as it makes its way off the coast. Right. And talking about that rain ending, six o'clock is for the coast. By, you know, two, three o'clock, inland areas that get the rain first will already start to dry out. Yeah. So let's look at, at some of the other uh, risks we have out there. This is not going to be a hail event. This is basically a tornado event. And you look at the hatched advisories we see mm-hmm. out there. We don't see this a lot. We actually have hatched uh, there for tornado and for the wind. 
Right. So hatched is just a step up from just being outlooked for a threat. And this is all from the Storm Prediction Center based in Norman, Oklahoma. So you have meteorologists uh, out there that are just talking about severe weather threats. And for us specifically, we're outlooked and right now an enhanced risk. But we'll get to that in a moment. Within that, you break down what are those risks. So as Dave mentioned, it's more going to be the wind and the tornado. The hatch, those are those lines that you see on your screen. So you've got that solid color. But if you have the hatching over you, that takes it up a step above that. So for the wind, you could have 60 to 80 mile an hour wind. Mm -hmm. For tornadoes, that means you could have a strong tornado. So greater than EF2 is possible with the conditions. And that looks to be north of I-16. Yeah. So the, the threat is going to be here for tomorrow. So we want to make sure everybody is prepared for that. And, uh, you know, what should you be doing right now? Well, just make sure you have your weather alerts turned on. Of course, that's the biggest thing. Have a way to receive those weather alerts. And not a bad idea to have multiple ways to receive weather alerts. And with that wind energy, of course, you can have damage to uh, some power lines and some power outages. So yeah. devices charged. Yeah, that's going to be the same thing that we do, of course. At the station, we have a generator, so we're lucky enough to have that backup power. But at home, I know a lot of people still work from home or at schools if teachers need to stay you know, connected as well. Things like that. Just make sure you're keeping your device charged throughout the day because if you do have your power go out and you can't watch us on TV, you could still watch us on your phones. You know, If there is an active warning for a tornado, most of the time we're streaming on Facebook. So if you lose your TV connection, you can always just pop on your Facebook and uh, try to watch us that way. Yeah, exactly. And uh, speaking of tornadoes, we're just going to remind you the safest place to be during any tornado warning. You want to be on the lowest level of your home. You want to be in an interior room and you want as many walls in between you and the outside as possible. So an interior bathroom, preferably with no windows yeah. or an interior closet are uh, very good places to be. You, you're not guaranteed a hundred percent to be safe, but it's safer than if you're just maybe outside in the middle of a room or upstairs, of course, on your maybe second story. Yeah, definitely. All good advice there. Um, I, I even had a, a viewer reach out saying that they had a generator installed probably, you know, for whatever reason, but some good timing for that just got done last week. So not expecting like widespread power outages, but all it takes is one tree to knock out power for a neighborhood for a few hours. Yeah. And we're definitely going to have some uh, pretty good rain totals with this and uh, it's going to move through fast. So widespread flooding, maybe not, but could definitely get some street flooding. Yeah. You're talking about an inch maybe two if you get a heavier thunderstorm over your area uh, in a very short period of, of time. Uh, so we'll have to keep our eyes on that as well. So very interesting day coming up here for tomorrow. Yeah, got to get our rest tonight. Uh, it's going to be wet and windy. Uh, you know, a lot of that wind can, can cause a lot of impacts and we don't always have wind that I guess is around for a good day part. And, and thankfully, if there's anything with this system that's good is that it's happening during the day peak time in which most people are awake. So we're not going to catch a lot of people off guard. Exactly. And you mentioned the wind again, non-thunderstorm winds. This is going to be a very windy day, mm -hmm. uh, sustained up to about 30 miles per hour throughout the day. And gusts, occasional gusts could be 60 miles per hour uh, if you get any of those stronger gusts out there. But yeah. it's just going to be a very windy day, easily 40 to 45 plus uh, for most widespread areas here are going to see those gusts, but could be even a little bit higher. It's just a lot of wind energy with this system. 
It is. And that's not even counting the storm itself. And you right. mentioned this a little bit. I'll dive into it just for a moment. But we have a lot of strong wind up above us. So you go up, we look at the different millibar levels as you go up and you can figure out what the wind is. That's why planes get in the jet stream and go fast. Well, you've got some strong wind that is kind of a few thousand feet above the surface. So if you get a thunderstorm, it brings down the rain as it's tapped into that wind. It's going to bring some of that down as well. So that's going to increase the straight line wind in some of these storms, which is why we have that hatched risk for wind tomorrow more so the 60 to 80 mile an hour uh, warnings could be issued versus most of the times i'd say 90 out of 100 times when we get a severe thunderstorm warning for wind specifically it's wind up to 60 tomorrow might be a day where you get an alert on your phone or we're talking on tv and it's wind up to 70 wind up to 75 hopefully not up to 80 but the potential is there it isn't always even a potential which is one of the reasons why we're at least communicating that to you yeah exactly that's a very good point you can see those 60 miles per hour is basically the minimal criteria for a severe thunderstorm warning um, but we are, could see winds easily well exceeding that in any of these thunderstorms. So want to make sure you're prepared. You are aware of that. Of course, on all our social media platforms, we'll be making sure you have updates. And of course, on air on WTOC, once we get through tomorrow, yeah, there's another first alert weather day coming up. This one, we're still not exactly sure of everything coming together as far as yeah. timing and all that stuff. Yeah. I would say when we were five days out from Tuesday's severe event, we had a little bit more confidence than being five days out from Friday's uh, event. So timing a little bit um, more up in the air for Friday. We'll get through Tuesday and then we'll get our focus on Friday. Always just good to have that plan in mind. Whatever you're planning Tuesday, plan it for Friday as well. And uh, we will at least have a nice weekend afterwards. You know, it's funny. I was updating my graphics here and I didn't have to change the first alerts because mm. the timing was the same because yeah, yeah. it updates the days, but right. they're exactly four days apart <laughs> from the last one to the next one. That's crazy. Well, uh, hopefully yeah. we don't have one four days after that. So yeah, let's, <laughs> let's hope not hit the snooze button there for a few days. Yeah. Very active weather pattern. Make sure those alerts turn on. Make sure you have everything charged up for tomorrow. And I think that's going to do it sure. for this edition of the WTOC first alert weather podcast. For meteorologist Andrew Gordon, I'm meteorologist Dave Turley. We'll see you later.